What's up, buddy? Yeah, not much. Glad How are you doing? Setup's pretty aggressive. Right? Right? It's pretty sweet. Uh, extra lighting, darkness. JD hooked you up. JD, shout out JD Tech TV for the best guy. Still haven't, I should probably figure out the lights a little bit better, but either way, I think we've got enough things going here. So, um, first of all, thanks for coming on the podcast. And uh, it's been a long time. We haven't had really one on one. I went back and looked on it. We had, you know, you, me, and uh, somebody else a long time ago, but not just you and me. So, you know, I, I just wanted to take this opportunity to, you know, thank you for your hard work and understanding what I've been trying to do because you've really the longest one involved in this process now that's seen it, you know, for the most. So to you, you know, what does Cutter Nation mean to you? Well, the fact that you said I'm the, like, the longest uh, that's been here, I guess, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because I feel like I, like, just met you. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, it means a lot because I, you know, ran into you at a, at a gym one day and uh, started talking baseball. Like, didn't know that it was going to come to this. Like, I just knew you were a baseball guy. So I was like, oh, like another guy at the gym that knows baseball. Like, met a couple of them already. So I was just going to go up there and chat with you. And then we just started talking and I came in through and I, I like being here. So, um, yeah, uh, it's crazy that it's been two and a half years or so already. So, uh, yeah, it's, I'm just thankful that I was able to meet you and, and get this opportunity to, to develop and, and uh, just learn. Just continue. There's so much in this game that, like, you don't even know. Like what we were just chatting about earlier. Like we just, there's so much in the game that we just don't even know exists. Or like you just don't recognize it, so uh, it's just nice to just keep learning those things from from you and, and from everybody that comes in. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been one hell of a ride. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's been fun to watch you like evolve with the ideas that we talk about, and I feel like you've made a a lot of good you know suggestions and ideas in our program and help it grow. And you know you're always helping us out around here. We're really excited about you, you know, heading to, um, you know, out to your situation in, in Milwaukee. Um, uh, who was that? Johnny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's, it's been fun, you know, from your first season that you played in the Frontier League to last year with Milwaukee that, you know, that I've been around you. It's been really fun to watch you grow and just get better and find your identity on the mound and, like, a good game plan and, you know, I was talking to someone the other day about you and, and how they've faced you over, you know, a course of almost a year now. And they've just noticed how much, like, more aggressive you are, how much better it's, you know, impossible to hit you. You stay out of the middle, like, as you should. Um, but it's it's very impressive to watch you go out and do your work. And, and like, even the other day when we were in here watching uh, your last year's videos, like, you just look like a completely different guy in what you're doing. But also, like, there's a lot of truth in those, too. You know, so it's it's cool to see you continue to want to get better and continue to try to strive to, you know, to make a shot to the major leagues. And I, I without a doubt, think that you're at least going to get the closest opportunity you can to get there. I mean, sometimes business is what it is, but like can't deny that when you're doing what you're doing and you're good. So it's it's really fun to watch, especially since I mean, since you've gotten back, dude, it's been crazy to watch you just grow and just go, you know go through the whole thing so it's pretty fun 
Yeah, it's uh, you have a point, you know, business is business, but you just gotta kinda you just never know what could happen, so just gotta keep going at it and, and maybe, you know, right time, right place, something might happen and, and the opportunity arises itself. But um, but yeah, like since coming back and yeah, like you said watching the videos on, on T V, it's something clicked with me mentally in those games that we were watching. Um, and then but you can just tell it like the motion's a little different. So uh like since coming here, like I kind of went back to feeling what was more like comfortable and, mm -hmm. and, and, and like what felt more fluid and flowy um, in my motion that I've probably tried before. Um, and so, yeah, the motions look a little bit different, but I mean, the velos ticked up a little bit in, in the off season as, we, as we've gone. And um, yeah, the command just keeps getting better and better just trying to find every pitch. Um, and differentiate each pitch, uh, just like I've always tried to. And um, it's nice, like when when a pitch might be lacking, you just have you know two or three more in your back pocket that that you're able to you somewhat know how to throw at least. Right. And uh, and yeah, if one's not working, you just pick another one. So it's just kind of nice, just learning different pitches. Like I don't know, I think I think people just specialize too much in in one or two or three pitches, and it's just like, well, why not try another one in case. You know, in case your best pitches might not be working one day, like an okay pitch that you've been working on might be your best pitch that day. So might as well, like, you know, keep up with them and maybe maybe try and, you know, keep them in that back pocket just, just in case. It might be, like, the perfect pitch that you think is terrible but works against the opponent because they're just not anticipating. You know, there's yeah. even even though it's terrible to you, like I know your stand, your your and mine standards on pitches are pretty pretty high. I, I remember you recently in one of the live at bats, you were facing somebody that was in college, and you threw a pitch, and they swung and missed at it, and you're like, if I throw that in my league, it's going to get destroyed. Just the fact that you're aware of that is is a very you know, it's a very telling thing about your awareness of what's happening in live at bats and how you're able to understand, like, you know, whether you're doing something good or not, which is, it's hard to, it's really hard to do that, like, and, and simulate the idea. I mean, I think we're proving more that you, you actually don't need to, you don't need to play winter ball to, to develop. You don't need to, you know, play all these extra games. You can actually be, I mean, I'm speaking for you just from what I see, but that's my, I want to ask you, like, your winter, you basically played winter ball, right? So like, you started doing like a number of weeks. So how many weeks did you do, right? And and then what was the significance from start to finish that you noticed? Like, I mean, we're not really done. We have one more live AB on Friday, which is super exciting. That like, yeah. you know, like it's going to be a real fun, real fun time. Um, but but that being said, like, what what did you notice? Like, what's what's the biggest takeaway from that? You know, because this is basically a different idea of winter ball. You know what I mean? And so, just like all of it collectively, I have my thoughts on it, but I want to know what what you think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, just the idea of reps. And um, I mean, every every let's see, right now it's I've been tracking uh, uh, pretty much every week in the off season, whether it's just tracking like a velo day and how hard I can pull down, or just tracking uh, my pitches and how I how I use them and, and what and. Um, how I keep trying to get better with them in bullpens and stuff. So it's been, I think it's, this is, a, might be the 29th week. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's every week. Like I, I can put all these videos back to back and, and probably see a difference in something, uh, every time, whether it's, uh, you know, movement on pitches or, uh, just sequencing or anything just, uh, and, and working on, uh, situations too. I think that's a big idea, a big, uh, thing too. You just, just don't know what you, 
don't know what you're going to be ready for. And, um, yeah, I mean, there are pitches, there are pitches that I know might, uh, have good effect here, but out, out in my league, they might not have the same effect. They might get crushed there. Maybe I get lucky and they pop out or something. I don't know, but I've just failed so many times that just start seeing, you start replaying different failures in your head. Like, oh, okay, that was this pitch. And then if I, if I, perform the same pitch in my at B's, I was like, okay, try not to do that again because you know what, what might happen. Right. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, you're, I mean, you're just constantly reminding yourself of um, the idea of getting better and, and it's not, it's okay to like remind yourself of your failures because that's just all, all part of the preparation. So, um, yeah, I think just kind of being even keeled and um, in that aspect is, is big. I think you bring up a, a, a valuable point to some young guys that maybe they don't understand what you said because you just said it so nonchalant. But you going back and watching each one of your, your pitches and trying to learn from it and seeing it in different ways. It's not just about your previous outing. You know, it's about the whole thing or, you know, start to finish and just looking for trends. Or, you know, you said you threw a particular pitch. I remember being behind you one day and you you – talking about you know you wanted to really work on a particular backdoor cutter or front door or just whatever it was and you know understanding which pitches are the dangerous ones and which ones are the safe ones the risky ones the non-risky ones you know working on those in situations I think it's going to be massively valuable to your success in the season because you know it's just such a high leverage situation as a reliever to come in where you have to get the guy out in front of you otherwise you it's a very white and black you know, job, which makes it a lot more fun. You know, it's not necessarily about trying to extend these innings or whatever. It's like you come in and punch out four dudes and you're only supposed to face four dudes. Like you, you did your job. It's, yeah. it's a little bit easier to go out there mentally and do that. You know, going back to like what I said about reps too, like you being like, by all means, like winter ball is a great opportunity and, and, and get you looks and stuff. Um, and that's, that's definitely a goal one day is to get to a, you know, a good winter league opportunity and hopefully it kind of boost me up. But as of now, like, just having reps is important to me just because of what we just talked about, just being able to see things and, and try and do them over and over and over again. Whereas like in winter ball, you might not pitch for four days. Right. And like, I know that once a week I'll be able to get at least a hundred reps of, of my pitches just to try and get a good feel for them. And then during the week, I, I still get a good feel off the mound and, and like bullpens and stuff. So like just, just like a hitter will get, you know, close to, 15 ABs um, in a live at bat session, you know, pitching it, I'm able to get over 100 reps of, of my pitches too. So uh, it just kind of balances out. It's just, uh, yeah, so it's a cool uh, little opportunity. What's the advantage of these extra reps in the, in the winter ball situation to you? Well, one advantage is, I mean, if, if you get knocked around in, in a live AB session, you know, the stats don't matter and you know what you can work on. Whereas, like, in winter ball, if you get knocked around, like, that, I mean, that, those are your stats. And it's harder to uh, to kind of – you can't just come out after a game and then go back out there and work on what you were trying to work on like, when you're done for the day. But, like, in live AB session, if, if I mess something up and I want to try and do it again, like, I could be like, hey, let's run it back. Um, like, yeah, I mean – like I said, you can't do that in a game, and, and but I mean, it's about practicing those situations in order for when they do happen in a game, like you're kind of prepared for uh, for that. So, yeah, yeah.
totally. I, I agree. It's it's uh, like I said, it's been fun to watch you do this, and now that we're you know we've we've almost completed the experiment, it's obvious that you know if you're not competing against another human in in the competitive space of pitcher versus hitter, then you're not really developing your your mental side of the game. Because I think I think the physical and the mental have to go together. I mean, everybody talks about the mental side of the game so hard. It is, but you know it has to go with in the space of doing it and it's been fun to watch you become more dominant in that because I feel like it's exposed like you actually know okay I can this is a wipeout pitch like this is a non-hittable I know I can throw this I know how to execute that and when you have those like confident type of pitches then you can really go out and and and, and compete at a high level and be successful so it's going to be it's going to be fun we'll be watching you here and, and watching the stream and do your thing I mean oh darn we got to keep Taylor's game on all all day just to, to make sure that he's going to pitch or whatever. But, I mean, you're in central time most of the time, so that's good, too. That helps us, you know, it doesn't inf- interfere with our big league games. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be exciting. And uh, whatever role I have, you know, just kind of roll with the punches and, uh, you know, take it, not take it for granted and just kind of do my job. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you looking forward to uh, this upcoming season? You know, last year you were at COVID. There was, you know, limited season, all kinds of just super. I remember you calling me and telling me all kind of crazy stories about like how people were acting over there. And, and this season being a full season, a full, you know, is it, is it you know, is there anything you got to deal with as well? I think with the whole pandemic and everything, it's kind of uh, everyone knows kind of what the deal is. Last year had some rules and stuff, and and I mean. It just it was just on everybody to to abide by them and by all means everybody can do what they want to do and um, this year I think uh, with with the vaccines and everything it'll be a little bit more lenient and uh, everyone will kind of know the idea and what the drill is on, on testing and stuff so I think it's just going to be more more relaxed in, in sense of the pandemic but I mean having a full season right now is is important just because. You know, last year I didn't start off great, but then, you know, second half of the half season, I, uh, you know, turned it up a little bit, kind of found something. So I want to be able to, you know, get back to that and, and try and do that for, for a whole season. Yeah. See what, see what happens. For sure. It's, it's for sure. It's, it's, uh, like I said, you, you watch, watching you as a reliever and throw these overpowered sequences are just like, it's going to be real fun to watch you do it again this year and see some stuff. So I just see how the, how the pitches play out. Like I've been working on everything for a lot, and uh, um, there there may be a time where I, I only just stick to what's working, and then uh, but I'll keep uh, keep uh, you know throwing them in bullpens at least at all the pitches just in case you know one might be lacking one day. I just well, I got this too, so let's let's try this out. So yeah, benefits of. Uh, Multiple pitches, right? Five pitches. Five pitches. Five slash seven slash eight, right? Yeah, we'll see. Different variations of it. Yeah, it's uh, so, you know, as you've grown around me and and Cutter Nation and what we've been doing, you know, your knowledge of the game is in front of me has really expanded tremendously. Just our conversations, what you see, what I see, you know, your history and everything together. Who do you like right now in the game that is kind of like doing stuff that you see yourself maybe doing the same thing. Is there anybody that's throwing in the big leagues that that you could be like, oh yeah, I, I re- this guy's doing some fun stuff. I, really, I, I maybe I could do some things like. Uh, I mean, Bauer's one of them for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some some controversy with him, but at the same time, it's like he's just. Uh, I mean, he's a big content guy. Like 
I enjoy making content. I don't know how, if I can make as much as he can, uh, just you know, for time purposes. But it make content's fun. But in terms of like pitching, it's uh, you know, the other day he struck out Tatis and just like yelled at him almost. It's just like I was like, whoa, like it's kind of aggressive. But at the same time, it's like you know, the game is filled full of emotions. So um, that's something like I I like. I feel like I've gotten better at is like showing more emotion on the field and just kind of like not being as so uh, so passive. Like let your emotion kind of show. Like you know, be a mean guy out there, but I mean, every, everything else, like you know, off the field, you're like the nicest. But on the field, it's like no, like I'm not gonna be your friend. You know, so uh, I think Bauer is something something that I, like someone that I've seen that has kind of done those um, and has those qualities that I kind of hope to have. Um, but at the same time, it's like I'm I'm myself, and uh, you gotta stick to who you are. But you know, watching these guys on the big screen and, and seeing what they do is always a always a treat and, and a, kind of a lesson learned as well. So like Bauer, and then uh, the calmness of Degrom. I mean, if I could just balance both of them out, I mean, I, I think feel like that's that's me. So, <laughs> do you think do you think it's calmness or do you think it's just like pure? <laughs> but that's the thing like you just don't know yeah like, like, it's Bauer's not afraid to wear it on his sleeve DeGrom like or Scherzer like they'll I mean they're just kind of saying F you all the time but they just don't really show it like, right um, Max or Scherzer might but I mean DeGrom is just kind of like I'm going to dominate you today like yeah. have fun and I'm DeGrom's gonna... more mad at himself for missing a spot yeah. and getting up a hit DeGrom's yeah. more like I'm going to be more mad at myself for not striking you out than, yeah. than getting you out So like full ownership of the experience right yeah yeah that's I, I enjoy that too I, I enjoy that too I, I so many times I tell kids like you know parents give us tell us situations or what's happening and my, every time I'm like well why'd you let him hit the ball and they just there's no accountability from that point. And I think that's just so, you know, tremendous. Cause I mean, I was a use your defense kind of guy and it's just like, you just don't see it. it just doesn't happen. You know? and, and it still kind of plays today where, yeah, you think one thing in the game, then once you get to the older levels or like pro level or like, you just, that's just not a thing. Right. Um, and even like, I didn't even know, like I was playing an affiliate and I just didn't, I didn't really know those things until I met you. Like, just like, yeah, you like, you don't have to do what, you know, people think you have to do yeah. it's like there's a whole different side of the game that's like not really being talked about and it's just you know yeah don't let them like as simple as it is don't let them hit the ball yeah joe musgrove threw six forcing fastballs yeah and his no hitter against the the rangers yeah and i'm sure all the i'm sure all the hitters were like how how come you're not giving me fastballs yeah you, you wimp or whatever when so. you could or whatever when so. you could see it you could see the the way that they were swinging and where they were trying to attack him where you know they were intentionally not swinging at the first pitch or the second pitch the first couple times through because they saw spin and then, you know, then they had to honor it. And then he's just using it. Like, I think out of the six he threw, I want to say only like, only three were strikes. The other ones were just a little bit off, a little bit up, but they were all like intentional balls. Weird. Yeah. And it's just hilarious that it's just like people just don't see it and they don't understand one, how hard that is to do. And two, like, you know, it, it is an intentional strategy. You know, I can't like, believe, yeah, I can't believe he wasn't throwing strikes down the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't throw anything Crazy. in the middle. Yes, uh, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly the plan. Um, well, cool, man. You know, I'm I'm real excited for you. 2021 is going to be great. Um, you know, are there any uh, cities that you're excited that you didn't haven't gone to yet that 
that you, that's on the schedule that you're looking forward to? Honestly, I don't even know the, every single city that's even in the league. So <laughs> I have to go back and watch and look at that. Because we only had six teams last year. So uh, I, forget, I mean, I, I, I can't think of all the teams that weren't in it at the top of my head. I know there's some in Texas. Um, I feel like Texas would be kind of cool. Just, uh, those would just be really long trips. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm just excited just to get back to Milwaukee in general. It's, it's a beautiful city. And um, I enjoy it out there. So. Uh, but yeah, seeing new places is always is always nice to me, and uh, you know, it's, it's that's one of the benefits of playing. Still, is you just get to travel and I mean, play baseball in a different state almost every every couple of days. So it's kind of crazy. It's um, pretty gnarly. It's yeah, pretty crazy. it's weird to think about. It's weird to think about. Yeah, it's it's all I, I call it a um, uh, uh, time capsule. You know, or like it's like time travel because you go off and play. I remember going off and playing, and like you don't see anybody for six months, seven months. And then you come back and everything's changed. And oh yeah, there's like a new restaurant somewhere. And, yeah, you know, I always expect something to happen. Right. Where it's just like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, like a restaurant just popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, just like everybody's. It's the new thing. You're when like, do I, they, when do I, they start constructing this? Thing? I don't know. <laughs> you guys built this the whole time I was gone. Yeah, you feel, I almost feel like you miss out on a lot, but at the same time, it's like you're experiencing something that nobody else has experienced in their life. So, right, it's kind of like a win. It's hard. It's kind of like a win. It's hard. You're 25. I remember being there. You know, it's different uh, to to be able to like go away and come back and be okay with being away, going away. I mean, it was it it myself. I'm you know not can't speak for you, but myself, it was just so obvious. Like when I when I was doing it, and I was there. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is this is the right thing. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't do it forever. I mean, even we're trying to keep the dream alive here at Cutter Nation. But in the same sense, like you you only get a finite amount of time to play this game, and and I feel like the lucky ones that actually get to play for a long time, you know. To me, a long time might be three or four seasons. Most people can't make it that far, yeah. you know. And so, like, I got seven, and I feel real lucky that I was able to play seven. Granted, my seven were scattered all over the place, but like, it's just a different thing, you know. There, there are so many times where I, I felt like it was the last season for me, or it was my time. Just whether I was, I was struggling, or um, you know, going through some things mentally, not having family around to you know help out with that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, it was, it got really hard at times. So. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen, but you know, I just kept. I just, I just knew that I could be good enough to to stay in the game for a while. So it's, that's what I'm trying to do. Is just, um, yeah, you just don't know when it's going to end, and I don't want to. I don't want to end it and then just regret not playing anymore because I know that I have the right abilities. I just need to believe, and which is something that I've you know got quite a good grasp on this off season. So um, it's just exciting to kind of go back out and, and kind of bring that to the table and see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, like I said, been a wild, uh, wild journey so far and just it's hoping it can uh, continue a little bit. So continue a little bit. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, uh, why don't you tell everybody where you're going to be, how long you're going to be there? Where's the, do you know where the first, uh, series is? What is it? What is it? I don't remember. Oh, I know it's on the road. I just don't know. Uh, it was. Yeah, I can't think of it. Um, but yeah, but this we just here. I'll be in Milwaukee, and um, for all of you, you know, California people, it's in Wisconsin. Uh, you probably don't. <laughs> A lot of people probably didn't even know it was in Wisconsin. So uh, just putting that out there. 
Uh, I'll be out there for about four and a half, close to five months. So, uh, yeah. Just a, What's the name of the team? Milkman. The Milwaukee Milkman. Yes. Yeah. As, as, uh, as odd as it sounds, it's kind of unique and cool. So. No, sick, sick uniforms, yeah. nice logo. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Very simple logos, simple uniforms with pinstripes. Beautiful you know, field. Yeah, beautiful turf field. Great area, great ownership. Staff, everybody, teammates. How's the mount? It's all turf, so, I mean, it's not bad. It's good slope. Does it play? It's good slope. Does it play? I, I've never really thrown on a turf mount like that. Like, it does it? You're like, you, you, try you, got, you got a little. You dig a little hole up there, but you can't because, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lip at the front of the mount, so sometimes the ball will, like, kind of hit the lip and go straight up. Oh, that's. Which can be kind of scary. That's a, that is yeah. super scary. Yeah, so, uh. Just don't let them hit it, and it won't happen. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, um, you guys go follow Taylor on social as he goes on. I'm sure he'll be keeping some uh, – we got some things planned uh, for the summer on on keeping up with him. I'm sure there's some, some exclusive uh, content might be coming your guys' way. So, Taylor, appreciate it. It's a fun little quick podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. This is the last, last week uh, training. And uh, working before you go. It's a ton. Thanks for having me.